Sitka voters will see two ballot questions when they head to the polls on Election Day this October. Prop 1 will ask voters to amend the Sitka Charter so that municipal employees can serve on the school board. Prop 2 will ask them to reinstate a seasonal sales tax increase of 1% to pay for the maintenance and construction of schools. KCAW's Robert Woolsey moderated a live forum on the propositions on Wednesday and filed this report. Sitka voters will see two ballot questions when they head to the polls on Election Day this October. Prop 1 will ask voters to amend the Sitka Charter so that municipal employees can serve on the school board. Prop 2 will ask them to reinstate a seasonal sales tax increase of 1% to pay for the maintenance and construction of schools. KCAW's Robert Woolsey moderated a live forum on the propositions on Wednesday and filed this report. Prop 1 did not prove divisive. Panelist Felix Myers, the current student representative on the Sitka School Board, welcomed enlarging the pool of potential school board members. He said the antagonism that confronted board members during the pandemic was far outweighed by the potential to do good. I think that there's a bit of a hostile culture sort of surrounding education that's kind of been an issue. I see it across the state where there's been sort of a lot of backlash to things that happened with COVID or other issues that have arisen inside of education that have become very political. And that's made it difficult for a lot of school board members, you know, when there's very difficult conversations that are happening surrounding what should happen, you know, with our kids in places that they're spending eight hours a day. Fellow panelist Deidre Jensen is the assistant superintendent of schools. She acknowledged that it had been a rough couple of years for school boards and Sitka's board was uncompensated. It's volunteer also. You do have to be dedicated to the cause and and it's a good cause. But the time that it involves and, you know, some of the factors that Felix mentioned, I think also do play into that. Sitka's charter is akin to a constitution and the people who drafted it 50 years ago had reasons for keeping municipal employees off the board. Nowadays, that prohibition doesn't seem necessary. Current board member Todd Gebler could not picture a circumstance that would disqualify a municipal employee from service on the school board more than any other member. I don't see how the parent you know, that's working at the water treatment plant or the, the maintenance worker that's um, working on roads, I don't see how he's going to benefit financially from joining the school board. You know, I don't think he's going to enrich himself financially that way. Prop 2 is the less cut and dry of the two local propositions. It would reinstate a 1% seasonal sales tax increase, the jump from 5 to 6% that Sitkins have been using for the last 20 years to pay down bonds used to build and renovate school facilities. Most of that debt has been retired, and the 1% seasonal increase has sunset. Prop 2 would bring it back and apply it toward the same purpose, building and renovating schools. Felix Myers believes this is preferable to waiting for the state to provide the money, which could never come unless things got really bad. The only way to get to the point where you're actually going to be approved for funding is if you're in an emergency situation. Because the way they prioritize things on that list is the higher up you are, you're in more desperate need. So if we want any major changes or help in the infrastructure, the only time that's going to come is in at the absolute last resort. Todd Gebler agreed Prop 2 was a way to unshackle Sitka from state government, which in his words was a wild card. He thought the seasonal increase meant long-term sustainability. Simply relying on what the state is going to provide, we have to move on. I mean, we, we have to find other other sources, you know, and to me that, that delivers a 
sustainable resource. During KCAW's Assembly Candidate Forum on Tuesday night, there was no consensus on whether Prop 2 was a good idea when the city had plenty of other needs like street improvements that the $2 million in estimated revenue could be applied to. Felix Myers argued that the seasonal tax increase had always been for schools, and that was where it should stay. There's no other way we're going to get this money in the current financial situation that exists at the state level. And so if we want our kids to be in buildings that are warm, that are safe, that are at a quality that we think they they deserve, then we have to find a way to maintain that at the local level because it's not going to come from another place. And so while that is an important balance for voters to think about, I think that at the end of the day, I think we should just stay in line with what has been the priority of that 1% tax in the past and keep going with that and and put it towards, you know, the the places that our kids spend most of their days. Deidre Jensen also believed that among all of Sitka's needs, there was no higher priority than children. Over the past decade, education funding from the state, known as the Base Student Allocation, or BSA, has fallen far behind inflation. She felt Sitkins should get behind Prop 2 and then carry the fight to the Capitol in Juneau. Boy, as far as community members, the schools are our future. And so that's where my commitment is, and that's where I have to really, you know, I really have to advocate for that. Um, and we'll be advocating at, at the state level for that as well, to raise the BSA so it's not solely relying on the city's contributions. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Early voting is now open in Sitka, 8.30 to 4.30 weekdays at Harrigan Centennial Hall. Election day is Tuesday, October 3rd. You can find complete information about both ballot propositions and all the candidates running for assembly and school board at the KCAW Election Center online at kcaw.org. Sitka's municipal election is days away, but polls are already open, and this year early voting looks a bit different. Before, Sitka's version of early voting was just absentee in person. Voters would fill out a ballot, it would be slipped into an envelope and be counted with the mail-in absentee ballot several days after the election. An uptick in early voting during the pandemic made local elections a bit tougher to call on election night. But this year, when Sitkins go to Harrigan Centennial Hall to vote early, Municipal Clerk Sarah Peterson says it will look exactly the same as Election Day. So you're going to come in, um, show your ID, sign the register, get your ballot, go to the booth. Uh, When you come out from the voting booth, you'll walk over to the um, ballot box and then cast your ballot. Um, Those results will be displayed um, on Election Night on October 3rd. So rather than waiting until the Friday after the election to uh, count all of these um, ballots from the two-week period prior to the election. Um, We'll be actually doing that on election night. Despite making the process a little easier, Peterson said voter turnout is down so far this year. From 2020 through last year, we had about an equal amount of voters that voted ahead of time and then that same amount on election day. So it's been about half and half. This year's a little bit different. Our voter turnout right now is super low. We're about 160 voters right now. So get out there, there, folks. Four candidates are vying for three open seats on Sitka Assembly. One candidate and an official write-in are in the running for the three open seats on the Sitka School Board. And voters will also get to weigh in on two ballot propositions. You can learn more about the candidates and ballot props on our website at kcaw.org. Sitka's municipal election is Tuesday, October 3rd. 
Chilcat Weaver, Santine, Anna Brun Ellers was recently named the 2023 Rasmussen Distinguished Artist. The Juno artist says she plans to use the $50,000 award to weave the biggest Chilcat blanket ever. Everything I've done is the largest ever done. The Kilowell blanket I have down at the Alaska State Museum and the archives now is eight feet wide and seven feet high. That killer whale blanket took 8,000 hours to weave, she says. That's the equivalent of about 11 months of nonstop work. She says she hopes to weave a blanket twice that size. Ellers has already been recognized by the National Endowment for the Arts for her work, but she says that awards from Alaskans mean more to her. Being recognized nationally, you know, is nice, but being recognized by the people of the state it's more fulfilling to me. Ellers has woven several dozen blankets over the last 40 years, and she's taught hundreds of students. She says she's known that she wanted to be a weaver since she was four years old. For potential young weavers, she says they shouldn't let the enormity of the tradition hold them back. Well, follow your heart, you know. Don't let anybody diminish your dreams. Start small. And, you know, everything starts small. Eller says she couldn't do her work without her family's help. Her husband renovated their house to build her a studio, and her daughters spin wool for her. Rasmussen also awarded Juno residents Lindy Berlini and Misty St. Clair $10,000 each for a basketry and multimedia project and a poetry collection, respectively. Taking a quick look at our zone weather on Monday, September 25th, 2023. On Monday, mostly cloudy. Patch of fog in the morning, chance of rain, highs around 60, northeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. On Monday night, mostly cloudy, chance of rain, lows in the upper 40s, northeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. On Tuesday, rain, highs around 60, east winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. On Tuesday night, rain, lows around 50, east winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, shifting to north late. Taking a quick look at our community calendar, the Youth Advocates of Sitka offers an after-school program focused on recreational activity, community building, and personal growth for middle schoolers, 3.30 p.m. on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at the school, beginning Monday, October 9th. The Sitka Municipal Election is ongoing and takes place on Tuesday, October 3rd, but eligible voters may vote early in person from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. weekdays through Monday, October 2nd at Harrigan Centennial Hall. I'm Catherine Kluspire, and this has been Raven News. Good morning.